Today's gospel teaches us many things about Jesus and about how we're called to respond to Jesus. First of all, we see that Jesus goes into the synagogue. This is the place where the Jews would meet to learn and to hear the word of God. Jesus goes there on the Sabbath, when one should not do any kind of laborious work. And he goes there and he sees the man with the withered hand. He sees someone who needs help, someone who has a disability, someone who has an injury that he can't fix himself. And Jesus notices him right away. Jesus isn't thinking about himself. He's thinking about others. He's not thinking about how people will see him as great or not that day. He's not thinking about his own pleasure, his own experiences. He wants to bring God the Father's healing to others. And so he notices those who need healing. And for us too who follow Jesus, we're called not just to think about ourselves as we go through life, but to look for others who might need God's healing. Who around me in my daily life, like this man, might have a withered hand, might have a withered soul, might have things in their family that are hard, who struggle in school, people who are lonely or don't have a friend, Jesus notices them. Do you and I notice them? The second thing this gospel teaches us today is about when God speaks, we're called to respond. The Pharisees don't want Jesus to cure this man because they believe it's breaking the law that one should not do work on the Sabbath. And to heal someone was seen as a kind of work. And so they don't want Jesus to heal this man. But Jesus asks them, well, let me ask you a question. Is it legal, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath? Or is it to do evil? Would you rather save life or destroy life on the Sabbath? In another part of the gospel, Jesus says to those who are accusing him, he says, which one of you, if you had a donkey or a mule and who fell into the well, fell into the pit on the Sabbath day, which of you wouldn't pull out your donkey or your mule right away? Meaning, like, of course you would, even though it's a Sabbath, like, you've got to keep him from dying, you've got to pull him out of the well. But they remained silent. They said nothing back to Jesus. They didn't answer him either way. And Jesus looked at them with anger and with grief. They didn't ask Jesus, you know, Jesus, we don't understand what you're doing. We don't understand why you want to heal on the Sabbath, but explain it to us. Help me understand. Isn't this against the law? And they didn't say, well, you know, of course it's better to do good on the Sabbath Of course, I would pull out my donkey or my mule or my child if he fell into the well. But they say nothing. And in in their silence, they sin. You see, sometimes 
Our sin is not just things that we do that are wrong. They're things that we don't do, which we should do. That's why we ask for God's forgiveness for both the things we have done and the things we have failed to do in our opening penitential act. When Jesus speaks to us in our lives, we're called to respond. We're called to talk to Jesus. We're called to ask him questions. If I know that God is talking to me and wants to speak with me, and I just remain silent, and I just put my head down, that can be sinful. Because when God speaks to us, he wants us to respond. Last thing. It says that after Jesus healed the man, and can you imagine, if you were that guy, would you feel pretty good about that on the Sabbath day? I think I'd be pretty happy, whether it was the Sabbath day or not a Sabbath day, to have my permanently injured arm come back to life. (laughs) He's pretty happy about that. And the other people in the synagogue were amazed. But what did the Pharisees do? They went out and they took counsel with the Herodians against Jesus to put him to death. To put him to death. The Pharisees were very religious people of the Jewish faith. They tried to fulfill all the different laws. They tried to do everything correctly and religiously so that God would send the Messiah to save them one day. They were very religious. They said many prayers. They talked about religious things all the time. They went to the Herodians, which is kind of like the politicians of the day. They went to the worldly powers to try and get their help to put Jesus to death. What this shows us is It's not enough for someone just to be religious, to actually know God. Every single human being is religious in some way or another. Everyone has certain beliefs about God or about the divine or about what this life is about. The question is not whether someone has religious ideas or not. It's, are those ideas about God true? As Christians, we believe that God has revealed himself to us. We don't have to guess who God is. He's revealed himself to us in Jesus. That the Pharisees, even though they're very religious, even though they believe in God, they have a wrong idea about who God is, and that actually has real consequences, even for life and death. If we are religious people and we have false ideas about God and we don't listen to God when he speaks to us and we don't want God's healing to come to us, we can actually use religion as a weapon of hate and a weapon of death. And that is not true religion. That's false religion. That is not following Jesus That's following an idol. We should always be careful about turning any kind of religious idea or religious habit as a weapon to other people. Because that's what the Pharisees tried to do to Jesus. And he was the Messiah. He's the one they were trying to wait for. He's the one they were praying for. And they didn't even realize it. They were so angry and hard of heart and resistant that they missed it.
Thanks be to God, brothers and sisters, that Jesus is with us today. He has given us his Holy Spirit. He has enlightened us with his love. And we truly can say that in knowing Jesus, we know God. And we're coming to know God better and better as we follow him. And in following Jesus, we're spreading around this world, not hate or violence or hardness of heart, but the love of God, who wants to give each of us his healing and his mercy.